three, two, one, boom. Should I start things off? By all means, please. Okay, first yeah. and foremost, I want to apologise for Big Man's, um, for the change in the script and having Big Man start the show. I, um, I, I, yeah. Lessons were learned. Yes, it was, and rest assured, it won't happen again. <laughs> no. You're damn right, it won't. <laughs> but, um, let's see, I think I'm going to, um, I'm going to open up with a poem by, um, by a, um, prolific, um, poet known as Shirky Levi. And it goes something like this. It goes something like this. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. Because every day you're reaching towards the light. And you know there's a long, long way ahead of you. But when your wheels get you there, things will turn out right. Gears keep on turning, don't stop and burning. We're warriors. We're warriors. I was really, I, my heart was like, have we become a poetry podcast for a second? <laughs> No, like, no, you know this. You know this. You know me. I ain't gonna do that shit here. At the end of today's subject is eighties, nineties cartoons. We're talking about the cartoons that we grew up on, which made which left which left a mark on our lives, which made mm-hmm. which influenced influenced us to become the people we are today. Like for example, I, thanks to my cartoons, I will never do drugs. That's because of certain cartoons I watched. So um. I'll be telling you stories about that. Tell you about. I'll be talking about things that kind of blew my mind in my research into, into these um, cartoons and stuff like that. But um, let's start off by asking the question: What guys? Did, what what cartoons did you guys watch? I would love to tell you that, but first, can I introduce the podcast officially? No, we're just going straight into it. Let's do it. Wow. Okay. okay I'm no, sorry. Welcome. I'm sorry. I apologize. Go for it. We got to welcome the people. Welcome right, to, well. and that's why we messed up the podcast speaking about nerdery, geekery, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I am Shannas. I have Big Man next to me, and I also got my brother, the Instant Classic. What's up, folks? What's up, Good what's afternoon, up? people. Hope everyone is well. Same here. Same here. We're all staying safe out there and being who you want to be. Exactly. And so we're going to dive into cartoons. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> it's such a good memory. I think mm-hmm. the thing to kind of, um, I think the way why we're, we're really lucky is because we've travelled quite a bit, so we've experienced like Saturday morning cartoons and cartoons from like what's it like in America, what's it like in the Caribbean, and when like what's it like in Britain. Mm. Uh, and that's not even bringing in like you know, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, syndication into it where you you know different ones get i think the thing i realized getting older is the level of cartoons that really shouldn't have been on in the morning that were on in the morning and i'm like looking back on that maybe that shouldn't have been a, a choice that you guys made because you thought it was a normal cartoon and it really wasn't to be fair but, I, I have to question the choices of certain people certain studios to make adult content into cartoons i mean not my, right. my, when i say adult content i'm not referring to like adult films i'm referring to like um like your Rambo's, your Conan the Barbarians, your uh, your Robocops, because like obviously these are probably like bloody action films, but yeah, eighteen rated, yeah, in every case, yeah, and these and these are and these and they were they turned into cartoons. I'm like, hey, what, what, what? Okay, um, I mean, granted, like it weren't, they weren't as violent and they're relatively entertaining, but it was still I still question. It's like it's like when the alien films came out. Why did you make toys? I mean, like I can understand the collect- collectibles you get nowadays. But I'm talking about like, toys for kids to play. I got. I don't... That's a valid point. Come to think of it, yeah, <laughs> it actually makes a lot of sense. Can you saying that now? I do remember when Aliens came out. There was a hell of a lot of toys. But I'm thinking, mm. yeah, we shouldn't have had them considering those are eighteens. We ran about three or four at the time. So yeah, how did that work? Because <laughs> I remember watching Aliens young, and I was terrified. I was beyond. I think I broke my brain. Like, I think I just, <laughs> I think I wanted to scream and could not. And just was like, I'm, I think I just went on the other side and I had to, couldn't, I've been aliens for years, but I'm not going to go down the aliens route. I'm going to bring it back to, uh, to cartoons. And also, was, wasn't Cop Toys? Wasn't what, sorry? Wasn't there Robocop Toys? Yeah, there were Robocop was Toys, it, yeah. yeah. Robocop mm. Toys, yeah. Yeah, because like, I just, what got me about Robot to- Robocop, Robocop toy? There was um, because you remember in the first Robocop, uh, basically when he was being like he was impaled by that guy and he yeah. got that, that key out and stabbed him in the neck with it. Yeah, that's that was on the actual toy. 
Like literally, you could you could like put, put a switch, and that little blade or little blade will come out of his hand. I'm like, that's a murder implement. Why would you? What? I'm. Hmm. But this is a trend with cartoons, right? <laughs> Throughout anywhere, because even like in Britain, like there sometimes there are big differences between the the content in Britain versus the content from from like Japan versus content from America, and some of the stuff in Britain, you're like, why did you think this was a good idea? <laughs> who, who like Jamie the Magic Torch? It's like who? This is hallucinogenic, and I don't understand, and it's nightmare fuel. Why? Are we watching this as children? Because I'm, I feel traumatized. I feel my heart rate increase. Why? Why? That, it's just some things are so insidiously creepy, and like, what, like Jason Will Warriors is one of my favorites. That's mm. one of my absolute favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. But monster minds are the stuff of goddamn nightmares. Like just. I think you've broken this already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. That was, that was Monster Minds, man. That's Monster Minds. And the mad thing is that how do you proceed with a day having watched that at 7.55 in the morning and it's like, okay, go with day now. And it's like, but the, the truck, the, the, it's alive. It's it's like an intro to tentacle porn. Okay, okay, okay. That's a bit of a jump there. That's a bit of a jump. I'm, I'm just I mean, saying. Okay, I'm just porn, saying. But the whole tentacle thing, it's like, I'm, I just... Why is the car alive? And why is that? What is? I don't get it. Help me. It didn't stop you to watch it. I did it. No, because I was addicted, and the storyline. And also, let's be real. Jace, Jace, Jace was fire in terms of uh, his his costume choices. Were, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you have that. I'm, I, I can... Hey, I was literally <laughs> born in 1977, so quite literally the A's was my lick. And I was like, yeah. We loved a headband. I don't know what the 80s was doing. I don't know why. But there's something about a headband that just had us all like, I will listen to you and I will follow you wherever you need to go because you have a headband and that makes you. Um, Bema, do you think you should leave Chantal alone for a little bit? You yeah. know what? You're going to say thank you for listening and yeah, leave Chantal to it for the time being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dang. I bet there may be some people out there who don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, so, bro, what did you find out in your research about the awesome Jace and the Wheeled Warriors? Well, the best way to describe Jace and the Wheeled Warriors, it's pretty much a poor man's equivalent to Star Wars. So you had Jace, who's your um, Han Solo. You had um, Gideon, who was Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was basically a wizard. You had... Um, no, so Jason, no, Jason was your Luke Skywalker, not Han Solo. The Han, Solo the Han Solo was, uh, I forgot his name. Why? Right? <laughs> I don't remember his name. His, the, the Han Solo is a guy called um, Herc Storm Sailor. Oh, come on. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, come on. I, <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's a French Wait, Canadian for you, man. So that's cool. Storm Sailor. Herc, 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 Herc Storm Sailor. Sailor. Oh, dear. Uh, okay. Uh, he was okay. your he, he was your equivalent to Han Solo, um, and um, the idea was basically you're trying to he was trying to um, just was trying to search for his father to unite the magic group from the incoming chaos of Saw Boss. So um, you're basically you're basically <laughs> so you're basically literally trying to literally following, following these guys' adventures through through outer space, fighting these mutant mutant tanks basically, and trying to find the magic route to unite the people and bring peace to the universe. Um, but in my in my research, um, and a, a name came up, which is a name I mentioned um, in the intro. Um, I think I'm saying it right. Um, Shirky Levi. Now. Um, this name has played a lot. I don't know how much it played into my childhood because um, when I took notice of that name, it was paired up with a guy called Hem Saban. Now, Levi though, Saban. Yeah, here you go, Levi Saban. Levi Saban were our television producers, so they brought your they brought Power Rangers, obviously, VR Troopers, Beetleborgs, the X Men nineteen ninety two TV series series. But before that. They were music composers, did um, music production for TV shows, films, TV, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. They were, well, they were the ones who composed the soundtrack for Jason and Real Warriors. But not only that, Shirky, or Mr. Levi himself, performed the theme song for Jason and Real Warriors. That's but, him? Yeah, that's him. But not only did he perform that theme song, the, mm. the amount of soundtracks and music they, perfor- they, they did for 
our childhood is ridiculous. I tried to write the list down, but it was too long. So I got wow. it on my screen right here. So let's start off by where, okay. let's, start, let's start off. So where we are, we are right here. So mm-hmm. Ulysses yeah. 31, uh, Mysterious Cities of Gold, oh, Inspector oh Gadget, um, Heathcliff, Heathcliff and the, um, the Cadillac Cats, uh, Pole Position, Punky oh, Brewster, Mask, uh, Rambo and the Forces of Freedom. Um, wait, wait, wait. I am not done. I am not done. Maxi's World, Sylvanian Families, Beverly Hill Teens, the Robocop animated series, the ALF team animated series. Um, it goes on and on. Captain N, um, the Super Mario oh. Brothers show, um, Samurai Pizza Cat. Uh, oh, oh my God. Um, where am I? Am I and then it goes into what we currently know Power Rangers, VR Troopers, Master Rider, so on and so forth. It basically, he basically kept composing music until 2015. It's a soundtrack to our almost our entire childhood. It is, it is. That, that is, is sick. Exactly. That like, is like my mind is legitimately blown. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I had to stop. I'm like, I've got to stop. I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm done. I'm just gonna make them do with this and we're gonna wing it from this point onwards. Because <laughs> now, like. And I haven't seen some of those. I mean, I know that, I mean, one of the things we do, I mean, listeners will not know this unless you know us, but, you know, every so often we get together at one of our houses and just listen to, like, old school themes. But, like, some of them, some of them I haven't heard in ages. Punky Brewster, I remember the words. (laughs) Every time you turn around. I just remember it. I'm like, Mm. how? (laughs) It's in my brain. And Captain N, can we just talk about how that's just a giant Nintendo advert? Captain N was awesome. I still love Captain, Captain N. Captain N was just a giant Nintendo. But I just loved how half the characters didn't look anything like the video game counterparts. Not at all. Like, I remember playing and being like, "Who? who's that meant to be? I'm playing, I'm, my brother's like, who is that? That's okay. Simon. No, that, no, that's Simon. Oh, yeah, that's Simon. Remember? That's Simon. Yeah. No, it's Castlevania. Like no, nope, look, nothing like Simon. Nothing like him. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bit of a dick as well. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, Simon who? Like, Simon. Who do we know him? <laughs> that ain't signed. On, no, no, no. Oh, my, that is like my mind is legitimately blown. Yeah, because like again. Wait, did he do Musker Hounds as well? No, that's not on his. That's not on then his again, Musker Hounds are French. But he he okay here okay. He did do the soundtrack for the 1992 X-Men series, but he didn't do the theme song. The theme song was actually also done by um, a Power Ranger veteran, um, Ron Wasserman, who basically did the yeah. Power Ranger theme song for Black, for most of the Power Rangers. But that theme song still ties into the Saban, Saban and the Levi. So, um, yeah. There's wow. actually a really good, um, a really good video on uh, YouTube. I'm gonna leave a link in the link, link um, in the show notes. Uh, where the guy who composed the classical X-Men uh, animated series oh, yeah, breaks was, it down mm-hmm. and breaks down how it was done. I will probably, I'll leave a link for you guys to check it out because it is really interesting how he did it. And just the, the, the other, let's say the forces conspiring to get that created or not, shall we say. And I'll leave that link uh, for you guys to check out for those who are interested. But I am genuinely shook. Oh, I've got That's to also, amazing. I've got to also mention he did do um, He-Man, Masters Universe and She-Ra. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Like, to me, I'm like, the only ones he didn't do are British because you definitely didn't touch the British ones because no. <laughs> and if you say yes, I'm just leaving the podcast wait, right wait, now. Wait, like, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. No, I'm going no, through the list, going through the list, no. going through the list. Um, no, hey, if you start doing things like Dark Towers, I'm not, I'm leaving. I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> I'm like, I've had enough. No. No, you can't no, but, do that. But he did do Raggy Dolls. No, I'm completely joking. He did do Raggy Dolls. Oh, God, don't. Don't even. <laughs> I was like, did Raggy Dolls? Oh, my God. He did Banana Man? You lie. <laughs> he did Super Ted. Super Ted. He did Super Ted. <laughs> he did Super Grand? Anyway. Um, <laughs> that is genuinely amazing, though. Because But even now, I could kind of hear how there are similarities in terms of catchy songs mm. that kind of did tell you what, what you what you're what you're going to what you what you can expect yeah because it's funny because it's funny because when, when we talk about um, the, the things we watch as kids the first things that always come to our mind are the theme songs so like yeah. when you say when you say pole position you go like you go oh do you remember did, did you ever watch um brave song brave song yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just like it's it's just like the theme songs are the things that stand out for us. It's like, like for example, like um, Centurions it didn't have the most memorable theme song, but every time I hear anyone says Centurions, it plays in my head. It's like I get hyped. Oh, you know what? And that's kind of bit that shows bittersweet for me. For the longest Why? time, I remember for years I said this as a kid, but no one believed me. I said there were two, because obviously there was three, there were three centurions. There was Tom Selleck, there was Ted Danson, and Steve Gutenberg. That's how I actually remember them, because they literally were the cast of Three Men and a Little Lady. So, um, so no uh, lies were told. Yeah, no literally, like, told I'll, I'll go through that. I'll go through their names. You had, um, <laughs> you had Max Ray, that was Tom Selleck. You had Jake Rockwell, that was Steve Gutenberg. You had oh my God. Ace McLeod, that was Steve, that was Ted Danson, aka Fly McFly guy. If you want, if you want, fly guy. If you if you if you want to name someone who flies a ship, a plane, anyone, call him Ace McLeod McFly Fly. That's what you should call him. But this is. <laughs> I love the fact that it became as we were like, wait. He's just basically called Fly McFly guy, basically right? Basically, Fly McFly guy. Fly McFly guy. Uh, for the longest time, with those, with those three, there was, it was just those three for a long time. But then I saw, an, I saw an episode which showed there were two more. And every time I told people this, no one believed me. Everyone was saying, nah, man, you're, you're making it up. It's not, it's not just only, it's only, it's only three of them, blah, 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 blah. Ha! I was we right. Stand I stand right. corrected. There were, there, were, there were two more. There was Rex Charger, great name. And, oh, God, there was sorry, this is, Sorry, that one's called Charger McChargerson. Yes, Rex Charger, and because the second one, the or the fifth one oh, was no. Na- Native American, oh, no. he was called oh, no. he was he was called John Thunder. <laughs> Why you might you might, oh, you, might you might as well call Omar Epps in there and called it Black Lightning? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why. It's not... It literally they <laughs> always do that with people like who are First Nation, especially like Native Native American. They're like, we've got to get thunder in there, like Thunderfoot or Thunder. It's like. There are other. There are so many other things you can. You don't have to. Uh, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm surprised that Brave Star wasn't Brave Star Thunder McThunderson. Like I'm it's just. It, I'm it, 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 it was called Brave Stars. That's that. that they, they, they did more than enough right there. But yeah, but yeah. Bra- but speaking of Brave Star, Brave Star is the reason I would never do drugs in my entire life. I would never. Oh, never look, oh is that because that his horse was, was after was after an alcoholic drink that messes people up? That wasn't one. That, no, the episode. The episode I'm talking about was the one where um, a child actually died from a drug overdose. Died from a drug overdose. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I because I, 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 I'll, I'll never forget. Because I remember there was, there was like, it was like this crystallized drug that, that this kid was on, and he tried to get his friend on the head. His friend wasn't, wasn't wasn't into it. He told Brave Side and, and the kid's mom, and they found the boy. Um, they found his dead body. Okay, I remember it because all you saw was Brave Star holding his hand, and he was saying, "It's too late." And then the mom crying in the background. I'm like, bloody hell! Then do you like? Do you remember when um at the end of the show, Brave Star would do his thing where he would talk to the talk to the talk to the audience yep. and mm-hmm. when he was doing it this time, he was standing by the child's grave and telling them talking about the <laughs> talk about you why you shouldn't do drugs. I was like, okay, I am never doing drugs in my. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to do drugs. I'm good. Okay, cool. Cool. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Brave Star told me so. He's by that kid's grave. Oh God, he's actually literally on the kid's grave. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Drugs bad. Drugs bad. Can we also point out what was what was his steed's name? Um, <laughs> was it like 4040? 2020. Yes, 2020. I was like, <laughs> you named your dog after you named your, your steed after Mad Dog Twenty. He didn't name, no, 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 no. He didn't name him steed after. He was he, that, was, that was his name. He chose that name. You remember because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> no, man, he, 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 he just loves his gun. His gun called Sarah Jane. Sarah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> the thing that I found mad is that, like, is the way that things are like the things are juxtaposed over here uh, versus the states. Like, I remember like going to the states and watching like uh, is it Cartoon USA or Morning USA or something where you used to mm. watch it all back to back, and it kind of made sense. Like. Galaxy High going into Gem made sense, oh. right? Galaxy, you know, you know, Mask Centurions mm. made sense. Then you come to the UK, Jason the Wheel Warriors, Wide Awake Club. It's like what? Like, excuse, <laughs> excuse, Mysterious Cities of Gold, and why don't you? What? I don't. Excuse me. Um. What? 
then followed by, you know, is it Dr. Tanyan and the Muscahounds? Followed by something like, oh, I don't know, like the kids' version of points of view. Like, yeah. like what? Uh, uh, uh. Or even worse, you'll have like something exciting, like, um, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll have like a rerun of Jason the Wheel Warriors and then followed by Ivor the Engine. It's like, <laughs> okay, we've just had all of that. Ulysses 31, Mr. Ben. You're like, um, uh, see, the thing to be is, fair, is, to, to be fair, they both were trippy. <laughs> but, you know, Ulysses 31, you're kind of dealing with the existential crisis of when you're trying to rescue people and, you know, the people flown above their heads will always spit me the hell out. Versus Mr. Ben who walked in and was high, clearly depressed, and hallucinated the rest of the day that he was somebody else because he changed his costume. Wow. I had to, I have queries (laughs) with ITV and BBC and their choices of how they put kids' shows together because they were like, I, because somebody went, I think, we're going to put this together. We're going to put this mad Japanese kind of anime thing that makes you question your life and your choices. There will be deaths. And we're going to put that with, why don't you? <laughs> and it's like, why don't you basically a bunch of kids shouting at you to tell you to go outside and do chores? When I've just watched somebody realize a big plot twist that has a real knock-on for the rest of the season and i'm sitting there thinking about that versus get stuffed it's like um why um how or like i said the weird things like portland bill it's like it's about a man in a lighthouse and i just watched the golden condor britain what we doing why 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 are we doing this we should have a lot to answer for but we've been coasting for years that's the sad thing the thing is, that... is that the the thing is though, is that Britain has this thing where they do weird things like Portland Bill and these really quite placid things, and then they do horrific things the next thing, and now Chucky, and you're like, okay, and it has like the real life things that make you go, I'm terrified to close my eyes now, like you will have the ring done by the seventies, a seventies version that will be shown next to Rainbow, and no one will have an issue. They'll be like, yeah. This is something, isn't it? It's wild. You're like, what? Uh, okay. Thank you for that. And that's the thing. It's funny when you mention Galaxy High because as soon as you mention it, I just have a flashback to the main titles. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't it have that annoying little shit character that used to say, I love, love it every couple seconds? I love, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Every, look, it's not, is it true? Okay, here's the existential question. Is it truly a cartoon without an annoying character? Is it truly a good cartoon? But even at child, childhood level, you want to put your foot through a TV over a character? I can't, just, I, I can't just say, I've watched many cartoons that didn't have any annoying characters. Mm. And they've been good cartoons. Like? So. Like? Oh, you, like, oh, you, want, oh, you want actual yeah. examples? Oh, I can't. Because for every, because for every <laughs> dozen, you've got to have an orco. From He Man, you gotta have a dungeon master who wanna slap. You know my feelings about dungeon master. Does, does, dungeon does, master should be slapped from day dot. That punk on um, you know what? I'm, oh, you're gonna say you're a fan, yeah, because you're just getting out of it real quick. I'm, just, oh, I'm <laughs> nah, that. man. I'm do you know what? Bun Bun Dungeon Master. He could have sent them home anytime he wanted to, but he wanted fuck to play yeah. with those fucking emotions. He's a ball. sick fuck. Dungeon Master is a sick fuck. That I said. This it. is some kind of <laughs> gaslightery serial killer keep you in a dungeon bullshit. Honestly, I'm just saying it now. Fuck Dungeon Master. Completely. Uh, I totally, God damn it. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I, I have no arguments here. The amount like, of times he sent them home, the amount of times, like, he probably teased them. Well, that like, the times, times they actually got home. Got home! And they were like, like we got to go back. fucking home. And then it was like, ha ha ha, bitch, it's an illusion. Or even worse, make a choice. That's some bullshit. Mm. Bring me back home and then be like, make a choice. You can either come home and chill the hell out, or you can come back with me on some more Avengers, because I have more fetch quests for you. And it's like... Even Eric, that's why I loved Eric. Eric was the most <laughs> understated character mm-hmm. and the most ghetto character of Dungeon of Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series back in the day. Because he was like, "This is shit." He'd be saying it from time, and I'd be like, "No, nah, but we got a, you know, I'm no, we don't." And I have a, I have a bow and arrow, and and that goddamn uni. See, Dungeon Master had two. Dungeons and Dragons had two. That 
fucking unicorn and dungeon master his goddamn self. <laughs> they should have barbecued that goddamn unicorn from the day they met him. I swear down, honestly. Like, anybody here, I beg you, if you know what I'm talking about and why I'm so vexed, find Dungeon Dragons, watch it. I swear down by episode five, if you want to barbecue that goddamn flipping unicorn, then there's something wrong with you in your soul. You need to go and look at yourself. But you see, that was the 80s in a nutshell. I mean, to be fair, yes, in every cartoon character, there was an annoying character. Well, Brock says no. Which but, you know, I have to beg to differ because everyone knows I adore Thundercats and there is not one. Leave, leave Snarf alone. Oh, wait, you're gonna, you're like, you like Snarf. Oh, okay. Fair enough. My bad. Snarf is right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I thought someone was going to cast Snarf. No. I'm not, oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, on the plethora of annoying people, of, of, of annoying sidekick bullshit animated um, animalistic characters, I'm the worst. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got Snarf right there. was like, y'all should. Snarf was like, was like actually going, y'all shouldn't go there. Snarf, Snarf. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Snarf, Snarf. I'm with him. He's like, Why are you going down that hole and no one is there? Snarf, Snarf. I'm like, I, I agree with him. Listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. No, there you go. On. There no, you go. True. No, for fully. I mean, I now can't look at Snarf the same way without thinking of that, but snarf, you know what I mean? No, I mean, there is every kid. You know, you're right. I mean, Okay, do you know, sorry, 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 sorry to you, but now, but every time you say snarf, snarf, now, I just see Kev, I just see Kevin Hart in the snarf outfit. Is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird? I literally, I, 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 I'm literally just casting my head. Kevin Hart's gonna play snarf. That's actually how he's gonna do it. Now it's gonna be snarf, snarf. It's for real. Like, why are you going over there? Snarf, snarf. <laughs> but you know, you saying that there is another cartoon series that comes to mind where. A character did piss me off, but in but in ways actually I respect him now. Ooh. And that was the raccoons, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm with us. us bruv, see, this is why I love my brother, though. People, I'm saying this now. It's recorded, yeah. This boy next to me, yeah. This boy, <laughs> he is beautiful, beautiful, Jim. Because there are times when we are literally symbiotic. It's some Johnny Mnemonic brain-connected bullshit, mm. and I absolutely love him. Because we're actually not in the same room. We are miles apart. Mm. But then Brother just said, it's all about wrong with us. I'm like, because you're a badass. And for those who are thinking, I may have heard that song before. Yes, you have. Because Hobo with a Shotgun took the theme, and they used the theme that's actually from the raccoons in Hobo, Hobo with a Shotgun. Very true. Very, very so, true. But the original was in the raccoons because run with us is a bad but you could play that on a out in a rave in the 80s and people would dance to that mm-hmm. that was a tune that was a tune, was a tune. in fact I'm, i honestly feel like i'm gonna have to play it like after this podcast <laughs> I'm you think about it still sneer you think you want to slap him down yeah, yeah. but when yeah. you think about it now you know what he's actually head of the game although mm. he's very much pimping orientating i mean yeah again what kind of character you know a children's program smoking a big bastard cuban cigar but yet he had the game one point you saying that Cyril Sneer was the top was was the Tom Nook of his day? Well, <laughs> 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 he really was. He really was. Get the bells back. <laughs> that my Cyril bitch better have my bells. <laughs> Cyril Sneer was the Tom Nook of his day. Even the and name Tom alone Nook is the baddest pimp I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I honestly, the things that my daughter I'm finding herself having to do to get some money to to talk to Tom Nook is I will have to call Childline. I wonder why <laughs> I literally bought my child a switch to put her in the indentured servitude of Tom Nook in Animal Crossing. <laughs> but Cyril Sneer got there first. He was, he was, Sneer, man. He was the first pimp. He was the first pimp. <laughs> he was, man. And this is true. All them characters, even... What's his name again? Oh, I can see it. Big bastard, green-looking character from another... Byron Greenback? Baron Silas Greenback from Dengue yeah. House. That's what I'm saying. You see, all these characters, when you think about it, have got this very pimped out, mafioso type of look about them just to make people's lives hell. Danger Mouse! Although he's <laughs> got respiratory problems as well, by the way he sounds, but yeah. But then again, once again, that was also a bad man soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> he's terrific. He's fantastic. Wherever there is danger, he'll be. Danger yeah. Mouse. 
to a house. Yeah. He's the fastest, he's the quickest, he's the best. Look how long it is. I am in my 40s and I still remember the Danger Mouse theme tune. Danger Mouse is still a program. I ain't not even fronting with that. I'll still watch that given opportunity. Mm-hmm. Crumbs, Chief. Crumbs. Penfold, Danger Mouse. Baron Silas Greenback. I mean, <laughs> the name alone. <laughs> the fact that, that, yeah, I had the fact that I knew the whole thing. Baron Silas Greenback. He's not here to play. That's no, the sign of a, of a good show. When you can remember the villain, like, like some of them I don't remember, but some I'm like, oh, I I remember. Like, like, yeah, Greenback fully had the game on lock. In in some ways, like Claw from Inspector Gadget, massive fan of Claw. Next time, Gadget. Next Bro, time. Adamant. Yes, I'm mean. <laughs> on point. I was gonna I was gonna say Claw. Big man took it. Bro came up doing the awesome impression. Bro, yeah. I love you do that ish. <laughs> but I'm it's so, I swear, I've on your voice and it scares yeah. me. You said so you said you said you, said, you said, so what before? I'm sure I've seen Claw in one of the episodes. What, what of um what of um well, gadget in Danger yeah. Mouse in Danger Mouse or No 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 he's back to gadget. It's gadget. The, I'm sure there was an episode where I actually recall seeing Claw and mm-hmm. now, I, I may be wrong or I might be tripping, but I'm sure there was one episode where you actually saw Claw. Do you know what you you, you probably you're probably right because I remember there was an episode where you saw Inspector Gadget do something right for a change. It was weird. It was because like, like like seriously like because like Penny was trapped and yeah. he actually had to work his way through this elaborate trap like avoiding all these things and he fucking did it and I was like what yeah can like, can we talk about the abusive nature of Inspector Gadget and the fact that the child was doing all the goddamn work and yeah, brain the no, dog. He wasn't abusive. He was neglectful. He basically didn't. Neglect, he was. Neglect, doesn't you abuse. know, you know, in terms of child abuse, neglect is also a thing. You can have your children taken away. Ah, that's just that's, that's what under the bridge. It's fine. Like Penny basically took care of her goddamn self and the dog, brain. Well, mainly to be fair, brain did most of the work. To be fair, he yeah, did, he, did, he did more of the work. So to be fair, Penny and Miss both need to be arrested or something because that's just that's not cool. <laughs> Oh my god, they did most of the work. Oh my god, yeah, and he that just was... came in and, and just took a claim for it, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, he's incompetent chief. Oh my god, yes, loads. See, now you just got me thinking about my childhood of watching cartoons, DuckTales, hurricane, though. Yeah, yeah oh, actually, here's a question Heathcliff, Heathcliff versus Garfield, Heathcliff. Heathcliff is, is, is a boss. He he doesn't he don't take shit. He he beat people up. That's Garfield was, yeah, was Garf- just relaxed as fuck. Yeah, like he could he took on dogs. Mm. That's how badass Heathcliff was. <laughs> he took on dogs and dogs feared him in the neighborhood. Mm. He had a gang. He had a cat like cat. He had a cat like cat. He you know he could was a gangster man. I don't give it. Oh, but he wasn't as popular though. He wasn't as popular as um no, Garfield. Garfield was he... more popular. Yeah, Garfield just ate lasagna and we took the piss out of Dodie, the special needs dog, which I think <laughs> should be questioned. <laughs> Watch it back. I no, don't mean to. I know you're right. I know you're right. You have to say out loud. The dog's on the spectrum. It's not the dog's fault, but the dog's on the spectrum. Okay. I mean, uh, I like okay. that we're elevating and we're being diverse in terms of looking at our friends who may have special needs, but that dog was on the spectrum <laughs> and should not have been left alone with that goddamn cat. Who just was fat and ate, just ate, and had and had John like a, like a slave, you know, lasagna. Like what? No, Is you know, come to think about it, you're kind of spot on, right? Because John was literally doing everything. John was literally working like just to get lasagna. John couldn't even get a woman without. Without Garfield effing it up, <laughs> especially if you're going away with this lasagna, like, and then all Garfield did was was mess with the special needs dog. No, that cat should have gone. I told you. I think I don't like cats. Oh, it's here's Garfield. A, here's some trivia for you guys. Okay, okay, so Garfield, Peter Venkman, played by Bill Murray, the actor, the voice for Garfield in cartoons for Ghostbusters, <laughs> and and Garfield were the same actor. There you go. What? Excuse me? So Bill Murray played yeah. Garfield and Peter Venkman. The voice actor for the Car- Garfield cartoon and the Ghostbusters cartoon were played by the same guy. Stop it. Seriously. What is this about? <laughs> I love finding out this stuff, you know. I love finding out, like, I feel like I found, I found, I found like the uncut scenes to our childhood where you pull the camera back and it's like they're the same person. You're like, oh, 
You guys associate me. She wow. There you I go. used to honestly, I used to love um, the Ghostbuster, uh, the original Ghostbuster, the, Ghost, the real Ghostbuster, the real Ghostbuster. Mm. That was wicked because that added context. And do you know, do you know what kind of messed me up, messed me up as a child? Because the first thing I ever saw was a Ghostbusters cartoon. I'd never seen the I saw the film after I saw the cartoon. So in my head, for the longest time, the cartoon came first. Wow. For the longest time. Like, I'm, 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 when I say longest time, for like, to my adult my adult years, I didn't even realise. Seriously, no one, because no one ever told me. I just, I just, no one ever told me. I never re- researched it because in my head, it's always cartoon first, then the film was based on a cartoon. That was literally, that, that was literally, that's actually how I thought it was, that's how it went. And no, and like, you know what makes that even worse? Is the fact that stuff mentioned in the film they pick up and make the cartoon out of. So the when when so there's a bit where um, Dan Aykroyd says about when he was a kid there was the, lo- the there was the ghostly locomotive. Mm-hmm. There is an episode the go- there was the ghostly locomotive episode. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff they say they actually did as cartoons in the real Ghostbusters. Okay. So it would so so from your point of view that makes complete sense because it's almost mm-hmm. like you've seen it like in the way it's supposed to be because that episode i'm sure is him going back to his childhood like town mm. and this ghostly locomotive that comes up oh, i wish i had that experience <laughs> you know you have to me you know i might watch now speaking about this i need to dig up captain planet that's mm. ruined to me because of don Cheadle. <laughs> no don Cheadle killed it <laughs> he did kill it. <laughs> everyone's a tree Human tree, human tree, human tree. Oh. <laughs> or else I'll turn you into a fucking tree. Pants out, bitches. <laughs> oh, water, air. Did anyone? Water. Did anyone ever see the remake of the Power of the Power Rangers of the Thundercats cartoon? No, I, no. I, I had to, no. for my sanity, avoid that by any means necessary. See, I. Nah, no one should, you should not have regret, you should not have, you should not have avoided it. Really? I I genuinely loved it because what because during because um the first episode obviously your your title obviously you're getting a sense of the origin, um the first like because um in this one you actually see Lionel's dad, and he's and and he's voiced by La- Larry Kenny the guy who did the original voice of Lionel. Oh wow! When they do this, and they did actually they actually did a scene where he went from the cat's hole and I cried. I actually cried. I was like, yeah, that, that, "That's that's 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 the original ho. That's the original ho right there." I, I, I yeah. I'm sorry. Oh like, I oh. I will say I will stand by and say the Thundercats remake was better than people give it credit for because it did that's a good job. It did a good job of retelling it and just made it made it a little bit. It was a bit, obviously it was in that it was it was it was doing that, it was doing that thing where it just made things a bit more grittier. Because obviously it's just it's just it's just what they do when, when they bring out new things. But I thought it worked well, and just Mama was just was just fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? He was just ever living. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? on that note? Yes, he was. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Sorry, living. that was that was that was <laughs> I couldn't leave. I'm like. I'm gonna have to. It's a kitchen. Actually, speaking of which, bro, do you know my favorite Thundercats episode? Like ever? Hello. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the episode. Oh wow, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me a question. I'm thinking about it. God damn it. No, just okay. Um. No, I don't know. Go. Go for it. Okay. I'll answer it by asking this: Do you guys have an episode that you literally remember everything about? like from your childhood of a cartoon that still to this day you remember. And to answer your question, the answer to that, brother, for me is an episode called All That Glitters. That sounds really Thund- familiar. All That Glitters, mm. Thundercat, Thundercats episode, where basically uh, Chitara finds this gold, this uh, this gold necklace that has yes, all these powers. I do remember it. And, yeah. my fi- and I actually, not even joking, I remember uh, there's somebody who used to be a friend of mine, but the reason I started, we're talking about random stuff and she said that all the glitz is a favourite episode and I think a little part of me fell in love with it that day. Because <laughs> like, someone else knows it. Like, they, they've seen the episode, they know the title and I was like, mm. oh my God. Oh God. So yeah, do you guys have any, have like an episode that you remember to this day? 
Well, I well well Fun well Funnel Cats was was like the second pillar of my childhood. So yeah. like oh, there's like oh there's God. there's like because there's three pillars in my childhood. There's mm -hmm. Tom's Tank Engine. Yep. Funnel Cats. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Power Rangers. Those are my. Those are the, those are the three pillars of my childhood. To be fair, because those those are things I was obsessed with as a child. And obviously, in future, we will do the uh, uncut hidden history of Tom's Tank Engine, uh, featuring all the deaths and dismemberments <laughs> that happened along the way in an upcoming episode. Right? Cool. Just to say that, yeah. Wow. Okay, I just like, had flashbacks there, but okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like let's see, I probably would say. I think the technical because technically it was classed as a movie, even though it wasn't really a movie. Mm -hmm. It was the the new Fundarian when they brought when they brought the new um, characters into it. So the the missing Fundarian. So they brought um, I forget their names. There was the oh, 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 there was the blue tiger. Let's call him that. Wow. There was Link, so the blind and blind Fundarian, and then there was the um, oh, I forget her bloody name. The, the second the second fe well the third female. Of the funders mm. who had that weird, like, kind of British seventies look with those weird body sideburns that I just hang on. It's hard to describe. She had a flat top <laughs> in the sky and, and weird sideburns. You know, what was, I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, it was basically them, obviously, just them trying to make it to New Fundera, and it was, oh, it was so cool because Mum um, was trying to get them, was trying to capture them, convert them using Slive and Monkey and yeah. uh, Slive and Monkey. And, <laughs> <laughs> but then, that, but then there was the other episode where where um, Lionel took on, took on the samurai, Ooh. and they were like, and they were fighting over that bottomless pit. Oh, that was a fucking that was a good oh, episode too. I remember that. Yeah, that was, a, that was a banger of an episode. That was an episode. Do you know, take it back. That was my favorite episode right there. <laughs> I got it right there. I think one of my favorite ones was the episode called Safari Joe. When Joe comes to third of looking for prey while he's while he's being hunted, oh, and then he yeah. and he I remember and, that too. Yeah, that was arms. That was cold. Mm. Absolutely I cold. That. Basically, that, it's like the cat's meets predator. Yeah. Wow. Or predators. Ah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just a record. Big shout, big big shout out to Panther for being the, the token black man of fun of fun to catch. All right, just call that. That's what's going on there. Panfrey was our uncles. We said different time. Yeah, Panfrey was our uncles because he was always he in was, the in the garage with the car. With, with, he uh, was with... the only fun that could have his own theme song. There, I said it. He did because you knew it. Oh my god, I loved it. You were like, wait, 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 wait. There it is. Yeah. Oh my god, he's he's Isaac. He's he's Isaac Case. It was Isaac Case. You may be you may be confused. Panfro was blue. No, he was black. All right, let's just get it straight. He was black, man. All right, in the story. Panfro is Isaac Hayes, guys. I've just realised that. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, it's scary. I can actually see it now. Fashion sense, Isaac Hayes. Look at that. Look at look at look at Isaac Hayes in shaft. Panfro. Look at that. Car, car. Soundtrack, soundtrack. Guys, it's <laughs> Isaac Hayes. How do we miss this? I feel gutted. How can I miss this? Oh my god, he is like now. I can't unsee it. Look at that bald head. Wait Done a though. minute, I know that. <gasps> How do I not know he did the voice for Panfro? Don't break my heart. Who? Who? Okay, yeah. all right, all right. I'm gonna take you back. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tarnish it slightly, but at the same time, you're gonna be like still okay because he's he's still a good person. Well, for the record, anyway. All right, okay. You remember the Cosby Show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember Bill Cosby's dad in the Cosby Show? Shut up! No, he wasn't. He was. He was Panfro. He was Panfro. Wait, their faces look similar. I can't deal with this. What's going on? <laughs> My brain. <laughs> this is more confusing to the time I found out that James Avery was Shredder. That, that just. Oh, he's <laughs> oh, Shredder. I knew oh he's Shredder was black. Oh my! Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh my! Oh my god! Like uh, mm. the circle of life is amazing. It's like that. Guy, it's like the guy. Um, the guy was the original Kratos is in Conversation 2. Just does my head in every time. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. I love that circle of life. Thundercats. Mm. Mm. So good. You know what I like as well? I like the fact that some like 80s and 90s cartoons went deep. They had depth to them. Because mm. I don't even know if I can reveal how Jason the World Warriors ended because I was shook when I found out the end of that and watched it. And I was like, what? What? 
what, what happened. Um, I'm unnerved and I don't like it. Thank you very much. Isn't it tonight? It was like saw boss. Saw boss was his dad, right? His dad. Mm. Yeah. Because the because basically the um the I believe the uh cure that the the thing that the thing that he the science he was working on to kind of cure like the monster to kind of cure this infection I believe it basically turned him into into saw boss, and that was like it's like I have been hating you for ages. Mm. So when people get shook about Jamie Lannister and all that stuff in Game of Thrones, I'm like, no, no, no. Before that, there was Sawboss <laughs> and uh, Jason Real Warriors because that was like I went on a journey with hating him and watching him destroy. It. And that's the whole thing of he's basically not the man, and he's just basically become not this person that he recognizes anymore. Sawboss, his dad is gone. He's just mm. his Sawboss. So that shook me. And finding out like the actual history to the Transformers shook me as well. Mm. Because that had some environmental themes and the whole thing about the Energon cubes and the fact that they basically messed up Cybertron by basically consuming it to death. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, that was, I was like, whoa. And then, of course, you know, they, they went and killed Prime, but we're not going to talk about that. Actually, did you did you ever watch Bumblebee, sis? No, I didn't. Because, like, I would say watch Bumblebee because that's, because, <laughs> like, just, just, just for the first scene, because you actually see yeah. the Transformers look like Transformers. I mean, like, Optimus Prime looks like Optimus Prime. Oh, that's good. Like, um, so they all look like Transformers. They all look like the Transformers that we know and love. So that's, what, that's the only reason, why, um, only reason why I would say you should watch that film, because, like, okay. just for nostalgic sake, you see... Just to see the, yeah, to see the Transformers actually look. Actually, it wasn't that bad of a film, to be fair. I think it's probably yeah. one, of the, one of the better Transformer films out there. To yeah, because we all know why we don't watch Transformers films anymore, don't we, guys? Michael Bay! We all know from two onwards that we were like, oh, I, I turn off that movie. I don't often turn off movies. <laughs> yeah, two, 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 two was the downfall. Two was the downfall. Yeah. Was two like... was the downfall, and I turned it. I was like, are you... Oh, your minstrel showing this. Okay, mm. this is over. Turn it off. No, burn it. There's only a couple of films in my life I've either walked out of or turned off. The Game is another film I fast-forwarded. Uh, and... What, the Michael Douglas one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I fast-forwarded that film. Yeah. Yep. Hate it. That's one, that's one, that's one of your favourite films, isn't it, big man? Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. about it. <laughs> the Game in You is like Clint and Revolver. Anyone who knows my oh, husband knows. See, there no, we go. No, there no, we no, go. No, no. Anyone who knows my husband knows that my husband <laughs> loves Revolver and we're all just like, what? And then if my brother found, pointed out, it's because my husband actually is Guy Ritchie. So, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to leave that um, And deal with that. But I, I, loved, I loved the fact that I, I think it's the whole thing of um, a lot of stuff in the 80s and 90s, it was kind of, it's, it was underestimated. Mm. So I felt like they put a lot of things in, like another traumatic film, The Secret of Nim. Oh, for God's sake. That film had me the only thing worse than the secret of nim is watership down <laughs> and if people think i'm mad go on to reddit and look up watership down in the uk thread and you will just see a load of traumatized adults barling talking about this film has ruined my life Do how we... is this being shown it's hideous and i'm like yeah it is. it's it's i feel like we film. talk about that film a lot on this podcast i think, I think we should start yeah i thought like we've spoken we've mentioned this more than once i'm pretty because I feel like... it's insidious it's that people think and that's the thing about a lot of 80s and 90s stuff people think oh it's just it's animation it's not that bad but it's like an animation allows you to kind of get a window into somebody's almost soul because they're using all these colors and visuals to kind of show, transport you to a world. And you're literally in that person's imagination. So while you get wonderful scenes, like when Mumra transforms for the first time, and you're like, whoa, okay, in Castle Greyskull, and whole other worlds that you could never, you know, think about from another person's point of view, you can also push some really insidious things in there. You can really push some nightmarish stuff in there. And that is the kind of beauty and also horror of a lot of what we watched as kids. Very true. Very, very true. Hence <laughs> Worship Down and Secret Nim. And the Secret Nim is shot very like Bloom is 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 thing for this. Don um thing um Don Bloom. Is Bloom. Yeah. Don Bloom is notorious for doing this stuff. He pulls you in and because it's quite the animation's quite light, you feel like the content is light. And then he goes and kills someone and you're like 
Oh. Yeah, I still, I still have not forgiven him for um, Land Before Time. That was the look. Land Before, the Land Before Time was uh, that that I I didn't know how to deal with it as a child because I was a, I was I was dealing with emotions I didn't I couldn't understand. Like the, that's not... that is that is the tagline for Don Bloom. Don Bloom, the emotions you can't understand is like me too. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh... that's you. Because then you go in therapy and you're like, oh, it's grief. I've been. <laughs> I've been grieving for 30 years for a goddamn dinosaur. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, Don Bloom does that. He does that. Because Anastasia's number one that does that thing to you as well. Where you're like, they're fleeing. It's like, do you know what they're actually fleeing? They're fleeing the decimation and murder of their the children. Mm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about that. I've got to say, think of this. You have you actually ruined um dog tanyons and musket hounds for me. How, By telling me what the story was based on, that actually happened to the people involved in that story, dude, it had to be done. It had to be done. Bullshit. I was enjoying the. <laughs> I was happy with that, and then you ruined it. You made it real. You talking about yeah? What's her face kills her? They die. They yeah. what? Carly Richie is a bastard. This is why. But like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, I, yeah. What are the dogs? What are the dogs? That's what I want. I don't want murder. Not my cartoons yet, anyway. Thing with the French stuff, because you got Dog Tanyon was a, was one, and Eighty Days Around the World, Phineas Fogg. That was another one that was a bit of a weird one. It was very weird. It was very weird. Now and very weird kind of songs as well. I, but I can see now how a lot of other people try to copy the style of like of Livy and Savannah. Mm. I could now hear it. I'm like, oh, but it's doing the same thing of staying in your head mm. um, and kind of telling you what's going to happen, which is interesting. But I am still shook by what you said in the beginning of this whole thing of, of how of, of how many, how much of our of our soundtrack is composed by Shirky Levy, if that's it's, how you say it's, it. Yep, yeah, I, I think I'm saying it right. it's, it's spelled S H U K I Levy or Levi. Levy, no, she's Levy, it's Levy, yeah, she is Levy. Okay, um, wow, I'm not gonna watch cartoons, yeah. even though I'm not gonna watch Dungeons and Dragons because you know what will happen. I'll turn the table. Mm-hmm. No, it's all good. Let's see, what else did I, did I miss anything count that might be? You said masks, I said Dennis, oh, Dennis the Menace. Mask was a weird one though. Mask had a good, I feel like Mask hyped you up because it gets a dum 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 you're like, yeah, come on, come on, come on, and it's like, yeah, okay. it, it tricked yeah. you, it tricked you, it tricked you because yeah. every time I fell for it every time. But I, one thing I'll say about masks the, the toys were better than the cartoons, oh, <laughs> right. Sorry. I said, yeah, fuck yeah, yes. yeah, the toys were. were way better than the cartoons, and I never had one of those toys, so I'm pissed off. I mean, dude, you did have the Thundercats in its entirety, but did I have hey. the master app? Did, did I have Striker's car? Did I, no, I did not, so um. First, Striker's car was pretty damn awesome. Striker's gonna leave the show was so bad. It, just, it was just, I won't even call it bad. I would just say it was just subpar. It was just wasn't, it was, it was, I would watch it, but I wouldn't. What's the plot of Mask? I have no idea. Literally, it was like, uh, there were cars. There like... was cars. There's a there were bad guys who wanted to take over the world by doing things with their rare cars and planes. Which and then felt like a poor man's GI Joe meets Battle of the Planet. It was a poor man's GI Joe. So oh, that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> God, even down to the font usage. Sorry, okay, guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're gonna basically. I have a well, thing. My, with my, typography. My, my, my girl's got oh, font usage. You know, Jesus Christ. Look, I do have a thing about typography and fonts. I can't help it. I love it. But mask was just, yeah. It anyway. I'm I'm gonna leave that alone. And um, yeah. Hmm. So wait, were the toy first or was the cartoon first for mask? I would like to say the cartoon first. I feel the cartoon was first because the, the idea is that they've got to sell the toys, they've got, to, they've got to sell the toys first or, or after the cartoon. It's like, it's like, that's how, that's how most shows, shows are done. I mean, Power Rangers, the main, the main reason Power Rangers went, like Mighty Morphin went on for so long mm. when it should have ended after one season. The only reason why it went on for so long is because they wanted to sell more toys. More toys. So, um, mm. for that, for that ser- for that particular series. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, he did Attack of the Killer Tomatoes as well. What, the theme? 
Or the, uh, well, the, the animation um, soundtrack, anyway. Oh, my God. Starring George Clooney? Not, not the film. He didn't do the film. I don't think he did the film. Let's see. Let's see what film he, did. he did films. He did films. He did, um, he did, sound, he did the soundtrack for He-Man and the Secret of the Sword. We all remember that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, boy. The Heathcliff movie. Um, Wait, what? Was he, not, and it was an animated movie, it wasn't, it wasn't like a live action. Oh, okay, I like that. <laughs> no. Oh, hell no. Hmm. What hmm. the hell? Wait, what? What? Oh, I'm no. Just, I'm, no. Looking at, I'm looking at the films he's done. Okay. Sure what films he done? Right. Blind Vision. That's not the Rocker Howard film. Is it? No, it's not the Rocker Howard film. I was going to say for no. a second. <laughs> That's the old guy with that kid from Baywatch. Blind Fury. That's Blind Fury. That's the, yeah, but that's, That's Blind Fury. That's Blind Fury. Yeah, okay. basically, a poor man's a toy cheat before the toy cheat became a thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, Once again, guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the toy cheat is, is amazing. Please find If you can find it, it's hard to find. It's very... Okay, okay. Which, which, which toy are we talking about? Are you talking about the original toy cheat or are you talking about the Beats of Kashi toy cheat? It's the original toy cheat. Well, original one was like black and white 70s film. No, okay, sorry, Beats, the Beats of Kashi. The, the Beats of Kashi one, I find, I find it's hard to find. I, I own it, so ha ha ha. <laughs> well, some of us aren't the instant classic, are they? Amen to that. Amen. Actually, um, yeah, it wasn't actually that many. Fatal Game. What the hell? That sounds like a horror film I've seen before. Hey, that, yeah, that don't sound full one. That sounds either. that sounds bullish, bro. That sounds a little bit bullish. <laughs> back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Hello. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm, just, I'm just looking at his films. So, <laughs> Little mm. here comes lit, the littles. What the f- okay? I'm what? Now. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's called. I do it. Are you sure you're looking at legit films? Because this sounds it's on, his, cool. it's, it's on his Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, let's just keep it to the let's just keep it to the cartoons and, mm-hmm. and, and the themes that we love. And even though Mask is now bugging me, I'm trying to think what the hell was Mask about. No one knew. What I knew is that his kid was annoying and kind of got, he was always trying to get involved and there was no point in getting involved with his little robot that turned into a, into a bike. Oh God, yeah, that, that robot turned into a bike. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, bro, you know what, you haven't asked the question. The name a cartoon that doesn't have an annoying psychic. They don't have it, it says Thundercats, done. Oh, okay. I'm, I was looking for more than other than Thundercats. Well, I'm sorry, you, 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 you asked for one, there's one there. Oh. <laughs> wow. Shame. That's the bottom line. Snuff, snuff, indeed. I think we're at the point now. <laughs> On that note, I guess it's time to call it quits. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, might as well. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you had a plethora of um, <laughs> things to go seek out, watch and enjoy. I would love it, you know, to hear back from you. You know, please email us at sentjuiceavengers at gmail.com or go on to our Instagram at messeduppod. Uh, and at Twitter, I believe, is and messed. Mm-hmm. That's and messed, yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for those who, yeah, would definitely like to to uh, dive in, I will leave some notes because some of them need to be seen to be believed, including the Don Cheadle as Captain Planet, which is... <laughs> He'll turn you into a fucking tree. Remember that. <laughs> Tree. Uh, but yeah, on that note, uh, bro, what's your socials, man? You can find me on YouTube under Instant Gaming, Twitch under Instant underscore gaming, and the same goes for Instagram and TikTok, Instant underscore gaming. Okay. Big man, what's your socials? I'm on Twitter at War3782 or Instagram at uh, Mr. Underscore Roberts slash V1. You forgot, didn't you? You literally forgot. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Looking up like the mask, uh, the mask special edition. He's trying to get it so he can give it a little watch on the quiet. No one ain't doing that yet, believe me. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the Heath Extended Edition. No, I was actually looking for He-Man, yeah, but I just seen how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> looking for He-Man, I saw how much it went, nah, you're right, thanks. How much is it? How much is that, curiosity? No, it, for the complete series, it took 55 pounds. Yeah, okay, on that note, yeah. Nah, that's no, no, you, bye. People, have a good day, take care, peace Stay out. Safe, Stay safe, guys, take it easy. Bye. bye. Bye.
And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music.